Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 47 of the Switch RPG Podcast. My name is Gio, also known as The Nerd Basement, and I have some confessing to do. I mean, this has not turned into a bi-weekly podcast. Um, I missed one week because I was at PAX, and then I forgot to upload an episode. But I did. I did end up doing it. Um, Now, for this week... I actually was very, very sick. I had pneumonia. I'm on antibiotics. I'm doing just fine. Um, but I did have a real-world excuse. So, again, this has not become a bi-weekly podcast. I will be back next week, okay? I promise you, you'll have to hear this lovely voice again. So, if this is your first time listening, ladies and gentlemen, this is the show from SwitchRPG.com that brings you exciting news, upcoming game releases, and everything happening in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch. This week... Again, we have some real-world news and the summer forecast. But before that, we have the traffic. The traffic. Uh, I'm just sorry. That was just a, a bad joke. Sorry. So, quick housekeeping. If you enjoy this podcast, please be sure to give us a rating if you can. It takes two seconds. What are you waiting for? Pause this video. Go give me a rating. Come back. Start listening again. Two seconds. Really, it doesn't take very long. Also, if you'd like to join in the conversation, be sure to join our Discord community by visiting discord.switchrpg.com. And lastly, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch our Let's Plays, game reviews, and game previews. That's it for housekeeping today, um, for the week, today, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Let's get into the news. So Kotaku uh, brings us in on the first article, and actually, um, it's more Ubisoft brings us in. Um, So... Let's see here. I want to make sure I get this right. I don't have the exact date. But anyways, video game publisher Ubisoft announced it will be donating 500,000 pounds or about $564,000 US dollars to help with the rebuilding of the Notre Dame Cathedral following a fire that ravaged the historic monument earlier this week. Well, it was a little... It's been more than this week, but I'm reading from the article. Um... Let's see here. In addition, the company said Assassin's Creed Unity, which features a recreation of the cathedral, will be free to download on the PC for the next week. Now, I believe that promotion is over at this point. Um, But yes, it was actually getting the game itself on Steam was getting reverse review bombed. So it was getting positive feedback on Steam, which is kind of I like seeing that again. This is great news. Now, I mean, I do see some people um, that are, I guess, kind of upset about this. You know, why there have been other tragic events. Why haven't they donated to that cause? You know what? Let's not pick and choose here. They're, they're, they're doing something they definitely don't have to do, which is great. Okay. So, yes, they, they've donated to a cause. And again, in, in Assassin's Creed Unity, they do have the Notre Dame Cathedral in the game now, it's it's not a uh, an exact match. It's kind of an an artistic representation of the cathedral, 
but this is actually going to come into hand, uh, going to come become handy because they'll be looking at this when rebuilding the cathedral. And the if I can find it here, I'm I'm having trouble finding it. The the French president had some stuff to say, but I I can't find it right now. But you know, he said he, he's going they're going to try and get this done as soon as they can. I think they gave a time frame of 5 years, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. I I don't think there is a is any way that they're going to get to that in 5 years. I mean, some of the the work, everything was really done by hand. It, it, it took forever to get that thing done, but you know, good on Ubisoft for doing this. And and they actually they let they had a download for I think it was Unity where you can download it and actually go to the cathedral in you know in the in the game I guess. Uh so pretty cool. Good on them. Again, you don't you don't see this quite often um you know good good news coming out of some of these tragic events like that. Um but that's great. They they're doing that. And luckily no one was hurt in that fire, which is still unbelievable. So, moving on here, we got some Digimon Survive news. We haven't heard from this game in quite a while. Quite a while. So, what do I have here? Nintendo Soup. Last year, Bandai Namco Entertainment announced a new Digimon game called Digimon Survive, coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. Now, obviously, it's 2019. We haven't heard about <laughs> all year. There hasn't been anything. It's been quite a while since we last heard Digimon Survive. In fact... The last time an update was put out for the game was in 2018. This naturally made some fans worried about the game's development. Thankfully, everything seems to be on track, according to Habu, one of the people involved in Digimon Survive's development. He also added they hope to deliver more news about the game in summer 2019. And this is great for the, the folks who... Love Digimon, um, and really looking forward to this, because this is kind of, you know, underneath Pokemon, it's Digimon, and some people put Digimon above Pokemon, which is, which is fine, um, but yeah, we really haven't heard anything, they were in the dark with this, so people, again, were, were worried, uh, and this is kind of responding from a tweet here, uh, Habu is responding to a tweet saying, I hope this doesn't mean Digimon Survive is cancelled, or how about make Digimon Survive as a mobile game, will be a great game, in my opinion. We're not making Digimon survive a mobile game. I mean, that's just silly. Silly. They're not taking all this time to make a mobile game. So, yes, they said, don't worry, we'll have some we'll have some news. Which is, like I said, it's great for the Digimon fans. Nice. Uh, next, Stardew Valley has some uh has a major update coming. Uh, Silicon Era. Eric, concerned ape. Barone has offered some hints concerning the next major Stardew Valley update on Twitter. Patch 1.4 will not only include expected bug fixes, but also new stuff and quality of life features. It will also bring changes to the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and mobile versions of the game. Now, not many details were, were given here um, as far as what these updates we're going to be. Um, and it goes on here. Most of the details about Stardew Valley Update 1.4 were vague. 
but some specifics were offered. All of the new content will be available in multiplayer mode. Barone even noted in a tweet that some of the additions will be will only be for playing with other people. So it looks like there's going to be some multiplayer incentives. In- <laughs> oh boy. There's going to be some multiplayer in- in- incentive. Jeez. Holy cow. So multiplayer incentives to uh, to this new update. Great. Um, because as a single player game, this game is phenomenal. It's it You can do just fine playing this game by yourself but now doing the quality of life stuff obviously that's always going to be appreciated by the people but getting the incentive i said it right the first time look at that i'm a pro now uh for multiplayer perfect beautiful can't ask for more now moving on to one of the possibly the bigger news of this podcast here Today is April 24th. We did have a Persona 5 announcement. Persona 5 Royal showed a new character. So we've been wondering what the Persona 5 R is. It's a Royal. Um, we kind of actually knew that. But it's it's showing new characters, scenes, and it's set for Japan in 2019 and 2020 worldwide. So we do still have to wait a while for this. So they're kind of having a, having an event, uh, the 24th and 25th. So maybe by the time you've heard this podcast, we all, we may already know what Persona 5 S means. Nobody, everyone kind of not assumes, but is guessing that it's the switch version. We, we just don't, we don't know that, but hopefully it is fingers crossed, but Persona 5 Royal at the end of the first night for the live concert. Special Persona Super Live 2019. Again, this is the event they're having, two-day event. A full trailer for the updated version of Persona 5 called Persona 5 Royal was shown. There was a ton of new content revealed, including a new party member for the Phantom Thieves. Additional areas for social activities, new attack animations, an extra confidant, and a whole bunch more. As of release date, Persona 5 Royal is set to launch in Japan October 31st, 2019, and worldwide sometime in 2020, exclusively for the PS4. Again, it's going to be a while um, for you PlayStation guys, especially outside of Japan. You're gonna, We're all going to be waiting a while. And again, fingers crossed that a Switch version is announced the 25th with Persona 5S. No one knows what that means. I think the Persona 5R Royal you know that the royal was known before that i'm i'm not entirely sure i think it was with the s no one no one has an idea as to what that means but again we're getting additional content what i don't understand is it doesn't mention anything you know it mentions new attack animations things like that but it doesn't mention any revamps as far as graphics quality of life stuff bug fixes things like that I'm assuming it's kind of already has the bug fixes from the original game. But again, it this article on GameSpot does not mention that. Which is unfortunate. I, I you know, you'd like to see some graphical upgrades, enhancements, things like that, but it's just it's just not here. It's just not here at all. Again, that is from a Persona event that is actually going on the 24th and the 25th. So, 
hopefully by the time you heard this, we not we will know whether or not Persona 5S is coming out soon. All right, moving on. We're blasting through this news segment here. Steam World Quest receives the official launch trailer. The official launch trailer for Image Informs game Steam World Quest Hand of Gilgamesh has been released. The official trailer, viewable below, which you cannot see because you're listening to this. Um, let's see here. The trailer, viewable below, introduces the game's leading ladies, Armelie and Copernica, its graphical style and combat system. Steam World Quest is a turn-based deck-building RPG that takes place in the same universe as previous games in the series. Card decks are fully upgradable, customizable, and each car character has a unique deck that players are able to construct for themselves. Steam World Quest is a Nintendo Switch eShop exclusive and is releasing on the 25th of April. Now, I've actually had the pleasure of playing this game, and I certainly recommend it. Again, this is releasing on the 25th, which is a Thursday. Yes, Thursday. And, um... Yes, it's not a very long game. It is very linear. There are no side quests, things of that nature. But saying that, the story is, you know, it's it's engaging. It's got the humor, the Steam World humor. It's it's a good, good RPG, turn-based RPG. And what I like about the card mechanic, it's um, it's it's very different. It, there is a, I don't want to say luck involved. There is a, there kind of is a little bit of that. So, you, you know, in, typically in turn-based RPGs, you already know what your movesets are, depending on your, you know, if you have any special skills, I guess, in some turn-based RPGs, you, uh, special skills will take up a mana source or something to that effect. Uh, but again, you always know what your skills are. In this game, it can, you know, your each character has eight cards. You know you're going to get the eight cards, but you're only getting a few at a time, and you don't know which ones you're getting at any time so the battles can can change for the good or the bad depending on what cards you get but for the most part you know this the game isn't is not incredibly difficult but like i said it is a good good game from these guys it's got the steam world character design it's got the steam world uh comedy in there it's got the jokes in there it's it's a really really good game and I definitely recommend, and I think by the time you've heard this, our, actually it is already up, our review for it, which I believe Evan did, um, he gave it, you know, read re- read it up, see if it's something you're into, but but he gave it a great rating. So, really recommend it. I, I absolutely love the game, and it's actually, you'll be, you see it on the YouTube channel if you're interested as well. You can follow along there. But it will be available on the 25th. So by the time you're listening to this, it's it should be available. Next, from RP Gamer, and that actually that previous article was from RP Gamer as well. Um, RP Gamer Shadows of Abaddon coming to the Nintendo Switch in early May. Now, for those who don't know who sh- what Shadows of Adam is, I will describe it a little bit. Circle Entertainment and Something Classic Games have announced that Shadow of Shadows of Adam will be released on the Nintendo Switch on May 3rd, 2019. The retro RPG will be available on the pre-order to pre-order on the eShop April 26th. With those who do receiving a 10% discount on the standard price. 
which the standard price is $14.99 US dollars. Shadows of Adam is built as the modern take on the SNES era JRPGs. The game originally released for the PC, Mac, and Linux in 2017 with Guild of Artificers DLC, released later in that year with added content, including a new game plus and Battle Arena. Nintendo Switch version will include both of those and the base game and the Guild of Artifers, Artificers DLC. So we're getting the complete package for Shadows of Adam. And actually, I also... So this is releasing on the 3rd. I just want to... While I'm talking about it, we are also having a AMA with the developers of Shadows of Adam. I just want to get the date correct. Uh, just give me one more second. Actually, the Shadows of Adam, the developers, are going to be having, we're going to be having an AMA May 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Discord server, which is discord.switchrpg.com. So, on the release date, they're going to be with us talking about this game. You're not going to want to. Our, our AMAs have been really, really awesome. There's always a lot of people on there. It's always engaging. You're not going to want to miss this, especially on the release date with these guys. These guys are really, really good, really involved in their game. And the game itself is really, really cool. It reminds me a lot of uh, the Final Fantasy games during that era, the SNES era. So very cool. Shadows of Adam finally released uh, their release date, which is May 3rd. Also the same date as the AMA on our Discord server at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can visit uh, switchrpg.com. All the information is there. Or you can just jump on the server. There's already a channel there. Jump in there. Make sure you're ready to go to ask them anything. Very interesting. Very cool. Okay. A game I'm interested in. And this is the first of the series that I'm interested in. This is from Nintendo Everything. New Fire Emblem Three Houses character and gameplay details. Now, I want to, you know, some people don't like to hear stuff like this. They kind of just want to be surprised. So, I guess this is, this is very light spoilers. There's really nothing crazy involved in this. But this, this was from an issue in Famitsu. Again, it's just an update on Fire Emblem Three Houses in the magazine. And yes, yeah, so from Nintendo Everything. Alright, so this week's of this week's issue of Famitsu has an update on Fire Emblem Three Houses. The latest details on the game's characters and gameplay systems are shared. Here's a full roundup. I'm not gonna go through everything. If you want to find this, let me see. This is posted on the 24th, so relative really new. And um, it's Nintendo Everything by Brian. The protagonist. You work, you originally work as a mercenary, but your talents got noticed, so you become a teacher in the academy. Now, if you remember, there are three houses or three schools of uh, in the game, so there you go. You become a teacher in the academy. Your mom has already passed away, so you live with your dad, who is a leader of the Knights of Saros, and now leads a mercenary band. Sounds like a Disney movie. And it goes on to, uh, you know, it's got a bunch of characters 
and they're kind of like a little bit of their backstory, but I'll jump right to the gameplay. The game is confirmed to have a time rewind system. I'm not entirely sure what that means. I don't know if this is in other Fire Emblem games because this will be my first venture into them. Actually, I'm going to let me read on here. This is made possible by the Sothis ability to turn back time. The system is similar to the Fire Emblem Echoes where you can rewind per movement, but the amount of usage allowed is also limited. So maybe that's, you know, you, you perform a certain action, you can bring it back. I'm assuming that's what that means. I'm not entirely sure. Terrain effects other than determining movement costs and evasion rates, some of the spots have gimmicks such as healing, HP, or even warp a character to another spot. When the game is booted, there will be choices, normal normal slash hard difficulty, and casual slash classic mode. Um, let's see here. Once a class has been unlocked, the character can freely change back anytime. Level won't go back to level one either. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. There's there's a lot of stuff here. I'm, I I really wish they would have done this in the in the direct that they had because this would have been really nice to have. Uh, rank skills, sword skills, spear skill, axe skill, skill, bow skill, physics, black and dark magic, faith was the white magic, flying is a flyer class, heavy armor which is armored class, horse riding which is the cavalry class, and each character has good and bad ranks. So I, I did skip a lot. There's a lot to this article. Those are just kind of the ones I wanted to hit. They do go over quite a number of characters here. The gameplay, as well as, like I said, the protagonist in the very beginning. Um, so yeah, really interesting. This game is coming out. It's coming quick. And I'll kind of I'll go over that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be my first entry into Fire Emblem, so I hope it's good. Uh, I, I, I'd hate to jump in and just get to the get into the worst one ever, but, you know, hey, we'll see, I guess. This next one is a little... I just wanted to mention it. This is really, this is really nothing earth-shattering here, but I just wanted to give it a mention. This is from a Reddit post. This is a game being developed. It's a JRPG being developed for the Nintendo Switch called um, Sunako. And what Sunako is, is a Japanese learning, language learning JRPG. I think this is great. This is really, really cool. I've been, I've been getting into a lot of the anime lately. I would love to learn the language. I actually, my brother-in-law, he has this idea. I don't see this ever happening. He has this idea for my 40th birthday that we're all going to go to Japan and just kind of have a good time. I would absolutely love to do that. I would love to go there speaking the language. It just isn't going to happen. Not realistic. But anyways, this is great. A learning game JRPG for the Nintendo Switch coming out at some point. Not too much, not too many details on this game. It, again, it's called Sunaku. There is an official website. Let me see if I can. It's projectsjk.co.co. So if you're interested in, in looking at it. But, you know, we, we see some word games on the Nintendo Switch, but they're for English-speaking people. Why not learn language 
a different language in, in a role-playing game. That's that's just something really, really different, and I and I wish it would happen more. So again, it just it's just very, something very, very different. I've never seen anything like this before. And if you have, let me know. It, it, it just it just caught my eye. E three is upon us, or coming upon us, really quick. Um, we're starting to see a lot of the announcements as to what uh, presentations are. For example, Limited Run Games announced that they're having their presentation, their last presentation for E three. I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of it was odd. It was odd to me, anyways. So Limited Run Games announced theirs. Bethesda has announced theirs, Xbox has announced theirs, and now we have Square Enix. Square Enix announced theirs will be on June 10th. Yes, June 10th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, June 10th. Let me see here. Nintendo Everything. Square Enix is giving its E3 presentation another try. The company today announced Square Enix Live, V3 2019, a broadcast that will feature an exciting lineup of titles. So this is a broadcast. I, was their last one live? I, I, I should know this because their last one was terrible. All their games were announced in other presentations, basically. So Kingdom Hearts was on the PlayStation presentation. Like, there was absolutely no reason for Square Enix to be there. And maybe that is why they're just doing a presentation at this point. I want to say that they did have a live presentation. Yes, they did. I, I'm pretty sure. So let's see. Did, did, did another try. So this is a live broadcast. So they're going to they're gonna try it again. Hopefully they, they've smartened up. They have smartened up. Now, what do you guys want to see from Square Enix? Anything in particular? I'm not, you know, I would love to see some RPGs in there. I don't know that we're going to see that. I see. I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, Tomb Raiders, a lot of, a lot of other stuff that's not Nintendo Switch related. And honestly, I feel like they're going to pull the same maneuver and all their stuff is going to already have been announced in other presentations except for playstation playstation is not even going to be there so i don't know it's really it's it's up in the air uh but yes i would typically this is where you're going to see your rpgs and i'm uh yeah i'm really i do want to see it i want to see a disaster i probably will see a disaster it's just a cynic in me but yeah that's it all right wow we we had two weeks, okay, guys? There's a lot of stuff that happened. A lot of stuff. And this one really excites me. This one right here. From RP Gamer. You can find this anywhere, really. I did... I missed this announcement because I was dying. Uh, Nintendo has provided a release date for the newest entry in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series. Marvel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, will release exclusively on the Nintendo Switch on July 19. July is just loaded. And we'll, again, we'll go over that in a little bit. The third entry in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series is being published by Nintendo and produced by Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja. This game, man, I, I tell you, I'm going to love this game. I'm going to play this like nobody's business. 
I love Diablo. I love Path of Exile. I love those isometric action RPGs. And this one's just got all the favorite, all my characters that I really, really know. I'm a big comic book nerd. And, um, and this is going to, this is just right up my alley. I, I never really was into the other ultimate alliances. I was just into different things at the time I was in a band and I was into a lot of music. So I wasn't really playing many video games. I was doing a lot of musical things, but I cannot wait for this game This is really, this is on my wish list. Like my super wish list. If that was even a thing. Okay. All right, so I did mention in the beginning we're going to be doing a summer forecast. Now, this is a great list on RPGsite.net. They have, and you can actually find this if you wanted to on switchlist.app as well. But they got a nice little list here that includes every single game. that Every single RPG that's coming out in 2019. So they got January, February, March. I'm skipping. I'm going to skip April, right? Yeah, I'm going to skip April. I'm going right to May. May is a light month for RPGs. You might be interested in Sword Art Online. You might be. I don't know. And Lapis X Labyrinth on May 28th looks really, really cool. That, that, I don't know. We'll see. That one looks really, really interesting. So Lapis X Labyrinth on May 28th. Sword Art Online on May 24th. So the end of the of the month is where the more interesting games are coming out. But, I don't know. Like I said, May May is a is kind of a light month. Except uh, we have Shadows Out of Atom, which is not on this list. Which, because it was just, just, just announced. Alright. June... Um, Elder Scrolls Online, Elsewhere, Persona Q2, Warhammer, Chaos Bane. Uh, I know a lot of people like that. Octopath Travel on the PC. <laughs> Hate that. Um, God Wars on PC. So they, yeah, uh, kind of a light month for the Switch there on their list anyways. July. This is the one I mentioned. You have God Eater 3. Dragon Quest Builders, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Fire Emblem, and probably a lot more. I think there have been a lot rumored in July, but that's God Eater 3, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and Fire Emblem alone on the Switch. And Dragon Quest Builders, my goodness, there's, there's a, a lot of heavy, heavy hitters there. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm really going to kind of just skip to their un, undated ones. Dark Devotion looks really, really interesting. Bless Unleashed, for me, that one is going to be a... I'm all in on Bless Unleashed. I hit on that last episode. It's an Xbox One exclusive. It's an MMO. Definitely check that out if you're in the Xbox community. Really, really cool. And it's a free-to-play MMO as well. So we have some summer-slash-mid RPGs. We have Biomutant, which is not a Switch title, but definitely looks cool. Dauntless, which looks interesting, so check that out as well. Mistover. I don't know that they gave us a date on Mistover. I did do a little bit of coverage on that at PAX. There's an interview you can find in the in, in one of the podcast 
cast episodes as well as on YouTube. Mistover is definitely one to keep an eye on. Oninaki, I've mentioned that before. Oninaki, do not sleep on Oninaki. You will love that game. Dragon Quest, when are you coming out? Eventually, I guess. Pokemon Sword and Shield, that's going to be a little bit later. And that's pretty much all I really want to talk about for I mean there's there's just there are so many without release dates. I really hate to just kind of just start listing off names like I have been doing, but th- there's there are so many that don't have ugh, they don't even have schedules like quarter this, you know, summer, fall, nothing. And there are a lot of good ones on here. A lot, like town. Jeez, town. When are you coming out? Hurry up. Anyways, those are some of the RPGs, but let's talk about some of the new releases that came out this week or coming out this week and some of the sales. Sponsored by SwitchList.app. If you are not using this website, SwitchList.app, or on your iOS device or your Android device, switch list check it out you're not gonna regret it i mean i i organize all my stuff in here it's it's perfect okay so dragon's dogma released yesterday the 23rd you you if you have not played played that game you're gonna want to pick this one up especially if you like skyrim or the witcher this is this is going to be right up your alley Tomorrow, or the 25th, we have SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh. Definitely recommend that. Agalos, a lot of people have been praising that game there. It's kind of a platformer RPG. Kind of, let me see, it's, I want to say it's pixel art-ish. So yeah, definitely want to take a look at that. Um, Final Fantasy Twelve. I'm going to pick this up. I just picked up Dragon's Dogma, and I'm going to pick up Final Fantasy XII. You know why? You might know why. I have no idea. Why am I doing this? Because I'm a sucker. And I I know I'm going to play that game eventually. I'm talking about Final Fantasy XII. So I just want to have it, and I want to look at it on my shelf, and I want to play it when I can. So it's none of your business, really. All right, so Final Fantasy XII... That is April 30th. What a game that is going to be sneaky good. It's a top-down action-adventure RPG called Darkwood. I played this on Steam a while ago. It's really, really cool. Really, really interesting. Very supernatural. You might notice that with me. I, I do tend to... Halloween is one of my favorite holidays, so I'm very into the supernatural type of stuff. So this game was kind of right down, right in my alley. Darkwood. Take a look at that game. And I'm going to mention Shadows of Adam again on May 3rd. So we got quite a bit of good stuff coming out this week. For sales. There's, oh, there's way too many sales here. Let me see if I can break this down a little bit. Cat Quest. Rated really well. Cat Quest is 649, 50% off. Let me see if I can find some other ones. Hard West, 30% off, $13.99. I'm still currently doing a Let's Play on that YouTube. Um, so if you're interested, you can take a look at that before you buy it. 
I do recommend it. I love that game. Let's see what else we got here. Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. Only 15% off, but it is a very good game. You're looking at $33.99 US dollars. Do recommend Monster Boy. We also have to mention Plague Road is still on sale for a dollar. And still terrible, might I add. And uh, I think that's all I'm going to mention for now. There, there's quite a bit. You know, if you go on switchlist.app, you click on sales, you type in RPG, and bam, here they are. So you're going to want to look at that for sure. All right. Let's get on with what I've been playing. I did mention it. I've been playing SteamWorld Quest. Really, really fun game. Like I, I also mentioned, it, it, it is a very linear game. It's kind of on the short end, but that's okay. Some people don't want to play 60-hour games or 80-hour games or 100-hour games. They just, want a, they just want a nice, clean story. They just want a, a shorter RPG. This is, this is perfect. This is a really good RPG by people who have a unified universe right now. They have a SteamWorld universe. It's perfect. Do recommend that one. I'm still playing Azure Saga, still playing Cosmic Star Heroine, Hard West, all that stuff that you see on YouTube. And I'm also playing playing Dragon's Dogma. I totally missed on this when it was released. <laughs> I don't know, six years ago, whenever it was. But wow, it is really, really cool. Do I dare say it's better than Skyrim? I do dare say that. I, I do like this game so far better than Skyrim. Just saying. Just saying. I, I, I wish, I know it does open up a little bit. I'm, I'm referring to Dra Dragon's Dogma as far as the classes are concerned. I wish there was a little more flexibility in classes because I feel like it's a little constraining. But, I still say it's better than Skyrim. I might be saying that. I'm not sure. I reserve the right to take that back. Okay? Alright. Now, I may be covering that very lightly on YouTube. Again, it's one of those massive, massive games. I don't have the time to put in, you know, 200 episodes... In, in that game on YouTube. It's just it's just way too much. And it slows it slows my progress down a lot. So I'll be, I'd be playing that for a year. It's just way too much. Can't happen. So that's what I've been playing. What have you guys been playing? It's been two weeks. I'm sure you guys have been playing something. Alright ladies and gentlemen. It's time to hear from you. Remember we're all about community. Here at Switch RPG. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading this. And whoever typed this up. Uh-uh. Not good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hear from you. Let's try that again. Remember, we're all about the community here at the Switch RPG Podcast. So if you want to be part of the show, you can you can't email me, but you can contact me via Twitter at the Nerd Basement. You can contact the Switch RPG Twitter handle at Switch RPG. 
or you can go on the Switch RPG Discord, which I've mentioned billions of times. But we have quite a number of questions here. Again, we I was gone for a while. All right, so from Meatball Sub, my question for the podcast this week, um, what are your in-depth thoughts on Blitzball? Cover your ears, ladies and gentlemen. It sucks. Okay, Age of Boredom. What non-RPG game world would you have in an RPG setting? I'd love to explore a little more of Rapture in a Bioshock RPG. It doesn't have to be first person. I think a tactical RPG like Pathway or even Slay the Spire style card-based combat system would work well. That's great. I would I would love to see a Rapture uh a Rapture or a Bioshock RPG tactical. That'd be perfect. That'd be awesome. Another one that I and I could see is maybe I would in as far as tactical is concerned, I would love to see a Silent Hill tactical RPG. I've been playing a lot of them lately, but a Silent Hill tactical RPG, pff, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. But I did actually have another another um thought on this. I want to see a pixel art. I know we're seeing a lot of this and some people are sick of it, but too bad this is my idea. A pixel art Resident Evil dungeon crawling isometric action RPG. So kind of in the same vein, you know, as Path of Exile, as Diablo, as Victor Vran, Titan Quest, all that stuff. I want to see a Resident Evil, but I want to see it in pixel art. Typically those other games, like I just mentioned, are all kind of high fantasy, you know, your warriors, wizards, things like that. But I want to see it in a Resident Evil environment. One game that I know of that kind of already does this, and this is kind of why I thought of it, it's not on Switch at all. I got to talk to them. Maybe I can convince them. It's it's a game called Chronicon. You can buy it on, on Steam. I believe it's 10 bucks. Not Nothing crazy, but it is a pixel art, isometric dungeon crawler. I would love to see this game. Again, Chronicon. I would absolutely love to see this game come to the Switch. And that's kind of what inspired that, you know, Resident Evil dungeon crawler, a Silent Hill dungeon crawler, something like that. I, again, it's it's those supernatural type of type of games that I'm into. So bring those over. Again, change change it up. It's a this is a great question. I absolutely love this question. Kind of just thinking of your regular games and just switching it up a little bit. I love it. I love it. Great question. Thank you very much, Age of Boredom. Moving on, another question. Corvo Revo on Twitter. If Nintendo will present a Switch Pro at E3 and Sony also reveals a PS5, do you think Nintendo and Sony goes to compete directly with each other again? I think... Hmm... This is this is let me let me think about this a little more. So if Nintendo reveals a Switch Pro and Sony reveals their PS5, I think the PS5, which we kind of already have some details. I I don't know if this question is is old, older, <laughs> and I and I totally missed a boat on it. 
I'm not sure, but the PS5 is ridiculous. The specs on there are 2000. They're from, um, they're using a lot of the 2011 technology, which I believe the PS4 is using like 2008 technology or seven. I'm not sure, but that is quite an advancement with Nintendo, a Switch Pro, whatever that may be. What I don't know is that a Switch Pro would go to 4K resolution, which the PS5 is already doing. So as far as competition is concerned, the only thing that's really going to be a competition are the games. There's no way Nintendo, if they continue to stay with this hybrid mentality, Nintendo can't really compete graphically or power-wise with that. The only way they're going to com- be able to compete is with with their games, their exclusive games, particularly. That's it. That that that's the only way they'll be able to compete. Now, Sony, I mean, um, Nintendo and Xbox are kind of having their kind of survive together moments with their their online integrations that they're kind of working. It seems like they're working towards. I mean, that's really. Again, it's it's not really a competition between technology. I don't think Nintendo just can't keep up with that. If they, like like I mentioned, if they want to, technology wise, they just can't just can't do it. If they want to con- maintain this hybrid, you know, portable docked that sort of stuff, it's just not going to happen. I don't foresee a P uh, a Switch Pro being 4K. <laughs> not at all. Not not at all. I could see it being 1080. I could see it maintaining frames, you know, at a 60 FPS. I could see something like that. Um, you know, would it, would a Switch Pro be even able to handle HDR? No, I, I, I don't see I don't see that jump being made. I don't I don't. But you know, being able to maintain a 1080p signal through games that I could see. Being able to maintain frames per second, that I could see, but not not a 4K resolution. There's just absolutely no way. I don't see it. But what do you guys think? Do you think that, you know, if these two things are to be revealed, do you think they'll be competing with each other again? Again, me personally, the only level they'll be able to compete on is exclusive games. And just my personal opinion, it's always Nintendo. I like their exclusives a lot better. I feel like Sony exclusives, while they are good, they just tend to be the same kind of game, whether it be a third-person action game, action-adventure game. Don't get me wrong, they're good, but they're the same kind of game. Just my opinion. All right, next question. This is from DJ Atkins, again, also on Twitter. What is your decision process on what to put on what to put on for a game in your free time? Not just for the site, but personally. Now, this is this is a tough question because personally, I haven't played any games for myself. Everything I've been playing has been for the site or for the YouTube channel. And, and personally, I will be playing Dragon's Dogma mostly because of what I said earlier. I can't, 
I can't sit through or I can sit through. I have no problems doing it and I've done it. I have a lot of videos on, on the channel, but for example, for dragon's dogma, I'd only be able to play dragon's dogma if I'm able to record it and, or when I'm able to record it. And that just slows me down a lot. I just want well, dragon's Dogma. I just want to be able to play it. Now, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll do something really short on dragon's dogma on the YouTube channel. But I, I again, I just wanna, I just wanna be able to play that game. To be honest with you. But again, for, personally, if I if I buy an act uh, an RPG, I'm putting it on the site. I I haven't thought about personal games up until Dragon's Dogma. Really, everything has been for the site. Um, what what else have I bought outside of RPGs? Nothing. I bought games for my son. We play Yoshi's Crafted World. We play that a lot. We play Minecraft a lot, which I've always I've mentioned that. We play that a real lot. But any RPG that I that I'm able to get for the site, I play it for the site. I, I I don't get the games that I buy. I again, it's it's on YouTube. You you see it, but nothing. <laughs> I've had no personal time, guys. No personal time, but I love it. I love doing it. It's a great outlet for me. I like to uh, show a little bit off my personality. And it's actually helped me a lot. I'm going to be honest. And, I, and I've mentioned this probably in the, in the more beginning episodes. English, when I was when I, growing up, English was my second language. So I was really held back reading and writing and all that stuff. And I never really challenge myself to read or write I always just kind of like yeah I can't I, I was always very frustrated in reading and writing because I don't know I would just start reading and just flubber up and and not be able to do anything and I would skip pages I, I was just a mess when reading but again slowing down and doing these let's plays that I'm doing I feel that my reading comprehension and reading skills have gotten a lot better. And that's helped with my speaking. I've also been able to speak a lot better. I've also been writing a lot more. Not for the site, because, God, those guys are, like, what show me up in a second. But I've been doing a lot of that more and more lately, and I'm having a really good time with it. So this has been, this, this it's been a year since Switch RPG, so, for me anyways. So this has been really, really good for me really good for me but enough on that now i don't have a side quest this week <laughs> if you guys think of a side quest let me know um again side quests are typically something out of the ordinary kind of way off topic stuff i don't really have anything this week i, I wish i did but i just don't i just don't and that's going to wrap up episode 47 of the Switch RPG Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to everyone who sent in their questions and comments. Keep them coming. Posting in our podcast thread at discord.switchrpg.com or via Twitter. Remember, you can listen to the show each and every Friday at switchrpg.com, or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you're listening on an app, please give us a rating like I've mentioned before. Your support there would be amazing. And also, don't forget, you can watch us on the YouTube channel. Us. I said us. Maybe us eventually. You can watch me 
on the YouTube channel. And if you would like to, if you like what you hear, remember you can head over to patreon.com slash switch RPG to throw us a dollar or two if you can. If not, no worries. You being part of the community here at Switch RPG is what means the most to all of us. And remember, you can head over to Switch RPG for all your RPG needs for the Nintendo Switch. Until next time, keep grinding that backlog and always refill your potions. I gotta, uh, sorry, Corey, I'm using your, your, your tagline here. I gotta change it. Goodbye.